Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is how to track mission-critical metrics to avoid business leaks. And we're going to do that in just seven minutes with Lane Booth. Now, Lane is the CEO and dashboard expert of the Project Booth, which is a consulting agency that uses proven metrics and data to grow online businesses by 2x. With strategic planning and visual dashboards, growth-focused entrepreneurs can sort of reclaim their time, make data-driven decisions, and increase their income. With over a decade of in-the-trenches experience, Lane ensures her business owners that they simplify their strategies and increase their profits so they can get back to running the business they love. That sounds like music to the ears of our listeners, Lane. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks so much for having me, Bill. I'm delighted to be here. So uh, tell me, uh, can you answer seven questions in seven minutes? Absolutely. So tell us, I think we know, but uh, tell us exactly who your ideal client is. Absolutely. Yes. We work with six and seven figure women entrepreneurs that are running online businesses. So that's from influencers to membership sites, from service providers to digital agencies. So um, these people have a treasure trove of problems and issues they deal with. So what's the principal problem that they have that you help them solve? Right. So the biggest piece that we help them solve is they get to stop guessing with their gut and start making data-driven decisions. You know, we allow you to help you grow and scale your business without being the bottleneck, you know, still, still guessing. We really want you to, you know, bring forward that CEO uh, version of yourself to making intelligent business decisions with the data and the confidence to back them up. And the, we found that the simplest way to do this is to harness the data that's been swirling around your business and actually harness it and create, you know, visual dashboards that make it more of a red light, green light decision instead of, you know, looking at a spreadsheet that makes your eyes go cross. So uh, I, our listeners, Lane, can uh, hear you but they probably can't imagine that what you've described to them is a solution because they don't know what you mean. So tell us what feelings, emotions, tugs in their tummies that our listeners might be experiencing that would cause them to say, you know, I need to seek out Lane Booth and talk to her about my, my feelings now. Mm. What are those? That's such a great question, Bill. You know, one of the more common problems that's typically, you know, that our clients are seeing are, you know, you're feeling like you're doing all the things and you're still frustrated with the results that are coming up. Like, oh, I tried this thing, you know, one more time, or I heard someone else doing it and it worked amazing for them. Yet when I do it, it just, it seemed to flop again. Or honestly, like, I tried it and I don't know how it did. Did it do better or worse than what I was already doing? There's just like this, this constant question of, am I doing it right? Because it feels like I'm really not sure. Um, and all at the same time, while one of the more probably common and maybe the worst symptom of all is you find yourself in a constant or you know recurring cash flow crunch. 
which tends to be one of the, you know, the things no one likes to talk about over the dinner table, right? I mean, people ask you how your business is going. You're like, oh, it's great. Um, and really what's happening is, man, I feel like I've painted myself into a corner again here. You know, I thought this, you know, ad agency was going to really help me with growing or scaling um, or hiring that new team member, but it just feels like the decisions you're making um, aren't working to actually move your business forward. Does that make sense? It, it does. It, I can certainly uh, uh, see in my mind, I, uh, brain swirling around with our listeners here. So now we're ta you're talking to people that were programmed to solve things on their own. So when people try to figure out how to create a dashboard or a spreadsheet or metrics on their own, what are the mistakes that you see laying all the time that people are make? Yeah, great question there. So, you know, one of the things that we see people making is that they just rely on one set of metrics. And if you can probably imagine, Bill, that set of metrics is typically finances. Um, so, you know, finances at the end of the day, it's very important to, to monitor, to watch those metrics. Absolutely. But unfortunately, the finances are the last thing that happens in your business. So you've already done the marketing. You've already spent money on your team members to deliver and execute. And now you're sitting with cash in the bank. You're sitting with the revenues and expenses, but there's nothing you can do about them at that point in time. And so the key shift is to really move towards what we're going to call KPIs, new buzzword maybe for some of you folks listening, but these are key performance indicators. These are the things happening on the front end. I kind of like to call them like your breadcrumbs of business um, so that they're going to lead you to what's happening. They're going to lead you to that cash in the bank. They're going to lead you to the revenue growth. Uh, they're going to lead you to how your expenses are going to land. And it's going to tell you how they're going to land before it's too late, before you know, you, you're too late and you can't fix it, you can't change it, you can't pivot it. Um, so that's one of the biggest things uh, to call out is that it's not just about the financial metrics. There's a ton that you can implement and look at from an operational perspective. So you're not overspending on team members, so that you're not screwing up your systems. And then there's a lot on the marketing and the front end side of business as well to make sure that, you know, is it worth having a YouTube channel and an Instagram, you know, platform? Is it worth doing a, a live webinar versus a, you know, recorded on-demand training? Um, these are the questions that get very easily answered when you look at the right data. So question number five is, uh, if, if we take all the things that people, uh, our listeners can do, what's one single valuable free resource that they could take maybe even today? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I said valuable free resource. What I really should have said is, what's one single action lane that they could take today? Yeah, if I was to leave you with just one action to take today, it's I want you to know the one number that can take you from struggling to scaling as an entrepreneur. So, and that one number is your annual forecast. Now, what I when I say forecast, I want to make a clear distinction. Most people are thinking about, you know, what number they can hit this month in their business or what number sounds dreamy, you know, by the time I arrive to December 31st. And that's not what I'm talking about. A forecast 
requires you to look backwards at what actually happened, you know, starting from one source of truth, looking back at what happened, you know, last year, last month, and putting together a solid expectation of what's possible with your baseline, plus, you know, the new moving levers in your business and come up with a solid forecast. What's that annual forecast number that you can anchor uh, today, you know, it doesn't take that long to review what happened last year and to put together that number. Um, so if there's one number I would leave you with to go from struggling to scaling, it's nailing your annual forecast number for your business. Oh, thank you. That's beautiful. So I know also that you've thought about some uh, valuable gift to give to our listeners. So what is the gift? What's the resource that you're offering up and where would they go laying on your website to find it? Absolutely. So for those mission critical metrics, I want to help you get started on those today. And so we have our 12 metrics checklist for online businesses to go ahead and take a look at some of my top 12 metrics that I've helped create for our clients. And you can go ahead and get started on that as well. So um, you can just go to 12metrics.com and grab that free checklist for you guys. And that's the number 12. Right. One, number one, number two, and metrics. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Excellent. So uh, I told you I'd ask you seven questions, uh, Lane. I asked you six. So what was the question you're hoping for me to ask and what's the answer to it? Absolutely. So Bill, the question that I would love to help answer today is what's possible when you start making data-driven decisions in your business. And so, you know, what we've seen from some of our favorite client success stories are hitting their first million dollar year in their small business. Um, You know, being able to actually work half as much. So going from, you know, 60 hour weeks to 30 hour weeks. Uh, We've had our, our clients double their business in 12 months or less. And even had clients have their best month ever during a pandemic when they were supposed to be speaking on stages. So what's possible is when you look at the data, it really unlocks the opportunities. It helps you avoid the leaks in your business so you can shore those up and really look into and lean into the opportunities that were hidden in plain sight. Oh, that's a great answer. So everybody, uh, listen well to what you've just been told by Lane. And in closing, let's focus on a single fact, and that is that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of you and I, the owners, learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset, of a dedication to a system of management, and third, leveraging high-performance teams. Thanks for listening. Lane, once again, thanks for being here with us. My pleasure.